Welcome to episode 24 of the Star Wars Weekly Podcast. Um, this week, like every week, um, it is Adam and Grant and myself, Ben, and we're going to recap uh, last week in news um, and, you know, whatever else it's sort of flotsam and jetsam comes along. Um, this week, I think we're going to uh, do Core World news, news with Grant. We're going to answer um, some reader questions, um, do some comic book stuff. And then um, I think we're going to get deep into um, Thrawn Alliances. That's um, correct. Do a special thing. So, yeah. Grant, why don't you take it away with Core World News? Yeah, so not a lot of news uh, this week. Uh, the story that's floating around the internet right now is that uh, the 10-episode series by John Favreau is reportedly going to cost $100 million. $100 million. <laughs> and that's just the fine print on paper. We know these things ebb and flow, and you can always ask for more money. But it's, it was an interesting thing to just put out there. Um, so I think, we all, I think it triggered speculation again, really, is what I think it did. And I think all of us are thinking, oh, what can you do for maybe $10 million an episode? Yeah. Are we going to go to space? Are we going to see starships? Are we going to see space battles? Yeah. You know, what yeah. can we get with that? You know? That Seems budget. like quite a bit, right? I mean, yeah. Adam, do you have some figures on yeah, this? Yeah, like so I, I, I'm the math nerd, so I did some numbers on this, and I was Googling around because that sounded like a lot to me. And then tried to figure out kind of, is that a lot? How does it compare to other things? And um, Game of Thrones is around the same spot. So that's Game of Thrones money. They're going to go even higher next season because it's mm -hmm. the last season. Um, but that's pretty impressive, right? It's your first thing off yeah. the block, and you're spending... Game of Thrones money on something that's More not than proven. Yeah. yeah. And then what the other thing I was interested in is my closest parallel that I could think of to this is Star Trek Discovery, right? Because it's a long-standing sci-fi franchise with a bottom yep. audience already. Right. And it's and it's streaming on a specific network streaming service. So it's not Netflix, it's not HBO, it's something that was literally that was their flagship show, which this sounds like this is going to be... which service was it? Uh, CBS All okay. Access, okay. yeah. So again, CBS... First time I've ever heard about CBS All You might be All the Access. only person who subscribes. I do, I do not. Oh, okay. I don't. I watched the first two episodes <laughs> for free, and they decided not to pay for it. But they are doing a new one with Captain Jean-Luc Picard again, so I may have oh. to go in when that happens. Yeah. I'll wait for the memes. Yeah. That one. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Judge it based off the memes. Oh, so, welcome and, to 2018. And that's the... Uh, yeah. That's the other thing, too, is like CBS All Access, it's not the same thing as a Disney streaming service. Disney has a lot more loyal fans than CBS, right? Like, that's a yes. different thing. So it doesn't... A lot better content, too. Yeah, it doesn't match up completely, so it's not a perfect example. But Star Trek Discovery yeah. spends about $8.5 per episode. So it's high. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. so to me, that makes sense. It lines mm -hmm. up. Though I know CBS All Access is struggling, even though they won't admit they're struggling. But yeah. like from all the numbers that people can gather... I just wish yeah. you had referenced the show that someone had seen. Yeah. yeah, but like, it's not. I have no like frame of reference. I'm like, I don't know. Is that like better production value than it's? So I did watch the first two okay. episodes, and the first yeah. two episodes, the production value is amazing. It's great. Yeah. It looks right. beautiful. Like, if that's the type of production value you're going to get on a live action Star Wars show, yeah. great. But Star Trek really does hang in the bridge space, right? It yes. kind of just sits yeah. there most yeah. of the time. And when they do go to a planet, it's maybe like one or two locations on that planet, right? It's not. We don't. 
really get yeah. sweeping you know, no, shots no. of them traversing yeah. across any kind of like yeah, terrain or anything like yeah. that. Definitely not a perfect analogy, but it's the closest thing I right. can kind of think of in terms of monetary and, and risk. A I heard bit. someone come up to me the other day and they said, hey, did, did you hear John Favreau's doing Mandalorians? And I said, where did you hear that? And he just didn't verify any type of news outlet. And I said, you know, that's just totally not true. But it is a good question. I mean, could he be doing Mandalorians? Could he be doing uh, maybe an older Mandalorian war or maybe Mandalor- Mandalorians and maybe they're kind of nomadic and it's after the original trilogy or something like that? Right. Like, I think what we've confirmed, the only thing we know about this show so far is it's seven years after. Right. That's right. So it's after. Endor. Right. And so we don't know what's where the Mandalorians are at that point. They've kind of a non faction in the original trilogy we know up their their story up to basically the beginning of the original trilogy right Mm -hmm. because they are covered a little bit in rebels actually they're covered quite a bit in rebels yeah so that is fertile ground and man do they love the mandalorians in in the extended universe so that's something yeah yeah i feel like we're gonna see him again somewhere Mm -hmm. i just don't know if this is necessarily yeah and when he did talk about it on the uh the red carpet for solo he spoke about the idea as if he had had it for a very long time yeah oh, well uh, yeah possibly yeah. around the time of the prequels he maybe conceived the idea or before the prequels yeah. is what i'm thinking so i'm still banking on rogue squad or rogue squadron oh, yeah yeah me too well gentilis however now this sort of the mando idea gives birth to another one of my theories for um the question that we were going to answer so yeah like, oh we'll get into that, in we'll get into that yeah um, All right. um that could actually i mean that We'll just say that that could actually, if they're in that section of the timeline, hmm. the Mandos, that yeah. could sort of springboard them into um, maybe current yeah. you know, sequel era. Right. And we have, specu- we have speculated yeah. on Favreau's show like numerous yeah. times mm-hmm. on previous mm-hmm. episodes. Yeah. So by all means, go back and listen to anything that's titled with with Favreau in the title. I'm sure we've yeah. speculated oh, on yeah. the show there. Yeah. But uh, when And you brought up the Wedge show. That was kind yeah. of... Yeah. You were the first one to bring it up. Yeah, and Wedge now, and Mon Mothma sort of focused. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm totally seeing like an old Wedge yeah. kind of mm-hmm. exploring un- the unknown regions yeah. and kind of that's the show. But then, you know, when I read the um, the synopsis for Resistance, it sounded way too similar to what that show would be. You know, right. that Wedge kind of exploring the unknown regions for the first time. And I was yeah. like, maybe they, they would not, they wouldn't do that, right? That's yeah. just too much overlap, so... Yeah. Hmm. There's a lot I of unknown regions, though. That's true. That's true. There's and a there's a, it's a big galaxy. I I still feel like there's so much of the known, quote unquote, known galaxy that we haven't explored, and right? Because it's a galaxy and yeah. it's infinite. But still, like, there's a lot of these places they could just say, "Oh, and this thing happened too in this part of the galaxy." Right. Things like what they did in Solo with, I mean, we knew the Kessel Run was there, right? Forever. But yeah. seeing the Kessel Run was breathtaking, yeah. right? Yeah. And understanding cool. it, be like that. It just like it just makes this galaxy that's supposed to be huge seem bigger. Yes. And it's not just Coruscant, Ryloth, Tatooine, right. Right. Naboo. You know, like there's actual. Yeah. There's a lot of. You know, it's not about the size of the United States. It's about the right. size of a million. Right. million yeah. United States. Right. And you're dealing with like seven years after the fall of the Empire. It's the universe or like, sorry, the galaxy has to be in disarray still. It's going to take longer mm-hmm. than that for yeah. the Republic, New Republic, to actually build itself up and yeah. be functioning. So. You can do a very much a Wild West feel to this, yeah. very yeah. much kind yeah. of wandering and trying to figure out dispa- the dispatches from, you know, the farther reaches from the, you know, from the far side of the galaxy, kind of what's going on. And also, yeah, I mean, so much of Star Wars, like, you know, we've talked about the major pillars of Star Wars a lot, but one of the things that we haven't talked about a lot is that there's callbacks. Yeah. A lot. Oh, yeah. It's sort of like, remember when this awesome thing happened in New Hope? Like, you know, right. here's a Trandoshan. Or- yep. Right. Here's IG-88. Or, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just little, like, things. And maybe this is a show that doesn't do that 
maybe it only covers new ground. Yeah. Because it's a galaxy. There's a lot of new things and new yeah. people to do, and they can you know maybe pull their influences from yeah. other you know other stories or new stories or something. Like it that. would be smart. It would give them a lot of freedom to actually tell yeah. really yeah. complex stories instead of having to constantly toe that line of not yeah. you know messing with canon. Right. Right. Yeah. And we right. see that with Doctor Aphra, maybe. Yes, yeah, something exactly. that exactly. does is in that vein where it's like new right. character, new adventure, new companions. We don't new villains, new crime syndicates. No. Yeah, yeah, new That'd lore, new start, new, um, new uh, Jedi lore yeah. that we've never right. heard before. I'm actually thinking it won't. I won't. It won't deal with star, with starfighters, or it won't deal with mm-hmm. X wings or anything mm-hmm. like that. I feel like the, the the Resistance show is all about that. They even have Oscar Isaac's come out and do the yeah. the voice for one of the characters. It's mm-hmm. it's so kind of fighter yeah. pilot heavy that why right. would you do that in a live action? Yeah. yeah. Well, right. the, the teaser right. artwork was an X-Wing, right? Yeah. Like, it was exactly. just like, this is what this is. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes then. And yeah. then, I mean, like, and I'm, as much as I want the kind of, like, bounty hunter, almost like Firefly type show, yeah. I kind of don't at the same time. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't, I just... It's not, I'm not super you both interested by that. Something yeah. 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 I mean, kind of, you'd be fine with it, but it's like, show me something new. Yeah, it seems exactly. like the easy route to right. go. Yeah. Yeah. Bounty Hunters are cool, but it feels like everyone in Star Wars who's not part of the Resistance or Rebellion or Empire is a Bounty Hunter. Yeah. You know what yeah. would be cool, though, is if he used the actual kind of Galaxy's Edge uh, kind of a set or locale for one episode, you know, like just to show yeah. off Batu. That'd be kind of cool. Well, like if Ron Alliances tell us anything. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of Batu ahead of us. There's so much Batu. Yeah, I feel, yeah. All right, yeah. we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there, yeah. old Batu. Yeah. We'll jump to a wild rumor real quick, and that is that uh, uh, the rumor we've been floating on the internet now is that Kira is Ray's mom, confirmed. And uh, <laughs> that, that, that seems to be, yes, that right. seems to be yeah. how they, they address it. But um, yeah. I, I couldn't disagree with this more. It's just no, just it's blatantly untrue in my mind. I just feel like that's there's no way that can that can be the case. It's no just, way. No. I mean, no the way. Age is about right. Yeah. I, I, I'm in the Vader reincarnation camp, so it's like I can't be swayed out of it. It's like you I'm stuck there. She's I'm trapped. Darth Maul and um, Kira's love child. No, because I, I would just I would dismiss oh. that story. I would dismiss that story immediately. I, would, I She's possibly would walk out. Horns next to him. <laughs> Get sweet well, facial tattoos. <laughs> sweet tattoos. Yeah, connected to that rumor is that it's she's Hans and Kira's love child. Oh, okay. Which I mean, again, rumors. I mean, it held yeah. no more water than Darth Maul being the right. father. But like right. that then insinuates or not insinuates it. It confirms that he Han cheated on Leia at some point. But uh, not, or before. I mean, they could have had one of their wild trysts in a. Cape closet. I don't know. I, I mean, but how old is Ray? Like, I mean, their their paths could cross in the ten years between Solo and A New Hope, right? Well, that would make Ray fifty two. But neither Han or Kira are force <laughs> like sensitive. Right? So it's oh like, right, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, good point. I forgot she's like well, how old is she supposed to be? Seventeen, eighteen, or something. I, I, like, yeah, yeah teens, twenty, early twenty. Copy that. Okay, impossible. That would impossible. be un- impossible, even. Right. I say their accents are different too. I think both their accents are. I mean, yeah, sure, up, they're both yeah. British accents, but right. they're, they're I, different. I wouldn't I would look say. too much into accents because I don't think you're born with accents, and she was born on Jakku, and or at least raised on it. Right, right. and so, it'd be sort of yeah. funny if the humans on Jakku had this really like pompous, yeah. like arrogant, yeah, like, like posh British. Really posh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the word I was looking for. Posh yeah. British accent, and then yeah. you have characters doing fake accents and, and accents coming in and coming out. I mean, Leia's yeah. British accent comes and goes all yeah. through A New Hope. There was not a lot of humans. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, it's a diplomatic. 
voice when she has right, the British, right, which right. is talking yeah. to Tarkin, because she's a diplomat. Right. She does a British voice. I think I would slip into a British voice if I was talking to Peter Cushing. Like, honestly, <laughs> no, I would definitely even, do that. Not even aware of it, just like... <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So Rebellion. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just mad because that's been my my joke for like the past yeah. two months on the podcast. Oh, and now yeah. I'm like, wait, people are running with this, and I want to be like, <laughs> if it's true, I right. thought of it first. Yeah, yeah. We, we joked about that after the premiere. We were I like, know. Yeah. like, that's yeah. a ridiculous yeah. idea, but it was mine. We may have actually made that joke on our right. on our immediate reaction. I, I think it, I think we did actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we did yeah. actually. Yeah. Uh, well, um, but yeah. it's also I mean that's just been floating around I think with fans for a while so it's just funny how things then become news items yeah. there's not just... a lot of women in the galaxy yeah. so uh, they're probably all related yeah uh, anything yeah else? I don't think we're gonna get uh, that kind of a parentage reveal in nine I think I think the, the time has passed for that I think it's if we do it's gonna be a, they she reunites Ray or Dungeon. something yeah I don't know yeah. but um Let's jump down to our uh, listener question. It's our one of our, our second listener question, I believe. Yeah, I believe. Uh, Let's call it either, the second. Either yeah. the first or the second, but it's our second. Um, it's what? our twenty eighth. Yes, it's our fifty <laughs> listener question. Yeah. The first fifty seven weren't good enough for the year. Yeah, that's uh, what. other characters or possible factions do you think could appear in episode nine right. to Let's help see, uh, the resistance? Yeah, and that's yeah. from um, Star Wars Dexterous on Instagram. Um, so go ahead and follow Star Wars Dexterous. I'm not going to spell it out, but you can search for him. You'll find it. Cool. Right, it's not spelled with a Q or a bunch of. X's no, it's it's spelled it is, but there's a underscore somewhere. You'll figure it out. <laughs> Instagram is pretty user friendly when you start typing in yeah. names. Um, um, and he had also mentioned in his in his question, other than Lando, so he's clearly oh, okay. a listener since we've been yeah. harping on the Lando yeah. bringing in a clone ar- or a, a droid, droid army. army so yeah, if you haven't listened, we do sort of feel it. I don't know. We had, it has sort of happened earlier on. That right. we're like, wait, it should be Lando. Um, this was be- well before mm-hmm. any announcements or before he, he hit the right. jam yeah. and canceled his thing. Which was, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying we're prophets. Yeah. I think it's right around. God might be a god. Well, Lando, I mean, well, JJ <laughs> read it and now he's going right. to, he's not going to do it now. Yes. Uh, well um, done. But uh, yeah, so we're proud of that. But it would be super cool. I mean, now that we know from Last Shot that he is in the droid making business, yeah, it would be really sorry. good right. um, poetry. Yeah. <laughs> Can't roll my eyes. And I mean, I'm, I'm hearing reports that. Uh, Billy D. Williams is 80. He's a little stiff. It's hard for him to move around. Upset. He's not going to do anything. Run. He's not going to run. He's not going to be jumping around anywhere. So I can totally see him maybe on like an automated chair with like bumbling droids all around him with a giant cruiser filled with droids and little kind of vulture droid esque kind of or being carried uh, ships or or being carried in an emperor's throne. Yeah, exactly. By droids around everywhere. All of the all of Phantom Menace, right? Like Insidious kind of in that that walking crab thing. Yeah. Well, so if that doesn't seem, um, you know, like a slam dunk to you, which it doesn't to us, those textures. Or, or just wants to hear other ideas. Yeah, yeah. Um, or just wants to hear another idea other than that one, because yeah. it might take more than just him and his Ruin my childhood, chair. I dare you. Yeah, um, I, I think it's an excellent question, and thank you very much for sending it in. Um, I, I love this question. Um, and so I dug in, like, deep. I was like, all right, we're going we're gonna to figure out who this could be. So I broke this down into sort of two sections. Um, I figured there's the obvious and boring. Mm-hmm. Um, which is sort of like, what have we seen? I, I sort of imagine this is going to be a sort of casting call affair where it's like, and now everyone's back together fighting off of the good guys. Yeah. And it really could span all the way back to the prequels. So, I mean, so that I was thinking like uh, Twi'leks, obviously. Yeah. And, and we've right. seen them also. They're mentioned in Bloodlines as still having another rebellion and yeah. coming to Princess Leia's aid. 
So uh, Twilight, Twilight Group, maybe Hera's involved, right. um, yeah. or Hera's progeny. There was another. There's other notable female Twilight revolutionaries as well. There was yeah. like a group of them that worked with um, her dad, Sindula. We'll call him Papa Sindula for yeah. now. Um, so they're, they're an obvious one. Um, there's Lux Bonteri uh, of House Bonteri, who's Andron. They were also in there. They were on the wrong side of history, yeah. but um, perhaps his family could have found the air in their ways, uh-huh. um, and the Andronians could come back. Mm-hmm. Um, from like the original trilogy, like mm-hmm. those are just two I pulled out of the, the right. prequels. Obviously, they had they. I mean, their reach was almost ubiquitous in the in the Clone Wars. I mean, yeah, they right. touched everything. But those are two that popped out. Obviously, we're reaching back to Clone Wars stuff. Um, then there's the original trilogy um, representations of like alien races. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Solistans, uh, Nine Nub. Like, yeah, love it. I mean, I, he from Battlefront 2, which is the one that talks the most about Nine Nub, and I've mentioned that I think every episode in the past five episodes now. He was like their main revolutionary, yeah. and it seemed like sort of he was pulling his people kicking and screaming as they were getting, you know, just thoroughly destroyed by the empire and having all their resources pulled out of them but um they, they could happen right it sure could be the solstons and we know nine numb still with the resistance right. So yep right you gotta figure he dropped a dime on his people yeah um mon call i feel like that that river may have run dry like the poor yeah. mon call like yeah the, mon call mari have been involved in like every battle That's they've right. given how many ships now yeah. like massive cruisers they've all been destroyed um yeah you know, I, I don't know. That seems like a long shot that they do another, and kind of boring if they just yeah. do like another Moncal ship. So if they're doing cut to, they'll cut to a Moncal ship, don't you think? Like, I think they'll have one, right? Because Still? it called the Akbar. They called the Akbar, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was? I can see that because they were on the, the. Was the Resistance one? I, I just looked at it. It's right in the yeah. book behind you. Mm-hmm. Is, is that the one called the, um, uh, the Radis? No, the, oh, it's Home One, right? It's Home One. Rat, the Radis, I think, is in the comics, maybe? They, I think they Home did. One is in the original trilogy. It's no, yeah. The, 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 Home is, One, the Radis the, is what Holdo uh, does the maneuver with. That's oh, the okay. Yeah, then, then, then it's the Radis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. That was, so that was the primary the ship was yeah. the Radis. Home One was the original. Okay. So yeah, it could be the Akbar. Yeah. Which would be actually pretty cool. But they would have to build it. I don't know. So it takes so a time jump there. Yeah. Um, Wookiees. Yeah. It could be finally time. I mean, I Chewbacca just doesn't really appear to have much ties no. to the rest of his species yeah. and kind of seems like the world's worst deadbeat dad, or the galaxy's worst deadbeat dad. Like, right. He mm-hmm. allegedly has his family, but you never see him. Yeah. He's right. always just gallivanting around the galaxy yeah. with his buddy. Well, hey, um, imagine like Lumpy coming in and being like all scarred and like, like just yeah, no. like, like but, hey, dad, I'm here to help. Right. But it was supposed to happen in Return of the Jedi, yeah. right? So maybe it could come back. Um and then, like, for the... There's newer species, too. Like, Abnito, that's what, like, Eloasti is. Yeah, right. Be like All so, the Beastie Boys mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. yeah. Then there's sort of, like, the more exciting group, which I've got, like, sort of, like, what could be sort of more fun. Do you no. guys want to comment on those? No, no, keep, keep going. Just no, keep going. Because yeah. I have an idea, but I don't know if it's going to fall into your first and second category, so you keep going. All right, cool. Yeah. So I've got uh, more for, like, more exciting groups. Um, the first one that I have is Mandalore. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought it could be Mandalorians. Um, I, I think... I was, like, you guys sort of less impressed with them in both the Clone Wars and the Re- and Rebels. Yeah. I didn't love their arcs, but yeah. live action Mandos, yeah. like, would probably look really amazing. Yeah. Because um, that's really what they've got going for them, is super sweet armor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Visually stunning, yeah. Yeah, and, like, and they just could, the battles would be amazing, seeing them sort of flying yeah. around and just, like, smoking everybody. Um, so that would be cool. And they would uh, need the Resistance? 
Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's, I mean, I guess they could be... I mean, they've sort of flirted with both sides before, right? But, yeah, yeah, I'm just... I'm just but I mean, fig- when we last that. left them, it was uh, Sabine's family had sort of brought them together. Right, to right, right. Mando, so they, yeah. they could find... Like, they're sort of due for a revival yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah. And, and were they after, kind of... Yeah, yeah were they a like, lot of Civil War and infighting. Yeah, and were they like Switzerland during the uh, original Galactic Civil War? Or I guess uh, during the um, Rebellion era? Because they I, don't... I don't know... I, don't I think they, there were. Remember the rebels tried to recruit them, and they were sort of like, yeah, they, they were already infiltrated by the empire. That's right. And then the Phoenix Squadron mm-hmm. sort of stopped that from happening. Mm-hmm. And there was a ton of infighting. So I think it was just like they couldn't. They had their own stuff the, going they on. They had their own stuff right. going yeah. on. And like this civil war, I think has racked them really since the prequel era yeah. with like. Um, what's his name? Back when Maul was running things, and, yeah, um, and it was crazy back then. So yeah. I, I think like they, they sort of decades of civil yeah, war. Yeah. When, yeah. when the final like Rebels Mandalorian arc completes, it seems like they've sort of united under this banner. Yeah, of that's right. The, the Ren banner, really. Right. Um, which is, I'm pretty sure, like that Phoenix is actually like Ren Phoenix, I and mean, they're both birds. I don't know. There, yeah. there might be some sort of correlation right. there. So that's that's a fairly simple guess. And of this John mm-hmm. Favreau thing is that maybe. We'll, we'll see more of sort of this this group coming together, right? If that's a thing, but it, it will right. I think out. I think Ren means uh, like lotus in Sanskrit or something like that. Hmm. All right. Yeah, well, I learned something. But I think there's a rebirth properties there too. I just so thought I like the interesting bird, R-E-N. Oh yeah. Oh yeah yeah. I just thought of Kylo. Oh oh yeah. Which yeah, I know yeah. is not what it is. Oh, but every okay, time yeah, I hear yeah, that, yeah. I'm like. So it's interesting that they're doing Ren, Ren again. Yeah. yeah, but I'm pretty sure her name is oh, spelled yeah. W. They're not. Oh, yeah, there's no okay, connection, okay, but yeah. it seems odd yeah. that you're falling back on the same. Anyway. Okay, cool. Um, so another sort of wild card. It's like Satine and Sabine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't get yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Weakway pirates of Shreeler. Um, <laughs> maybe some sort of like, you know, honestly, that Hondos, like you know, just like connection yeah. back there. Like, yeah. I don't know. They, they like something like that. Like these crazy. Like, all right, maybe I'll... The, some pirates looking for an angle on this. Like, sure. you know what? This, the First Order is screwing up all we're doing, even though generally war is good for business. Yeah. Um, but, like, maybe they can find an angle there but, to sort yeah. of, like, take over the First Order. But maybe and, that's why they're helping, because maybe when we jump in, there is not war, really, yeah. because the First Order reigns supreme, and they're right. First Order. Everything's too ordered, and they want to come in and disrupt mm-hmm. it. Right, so maybe, exactly. There's yeah. no room. Maybe they're cracking down on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So something like that. Um, I threw Cloud Riders in there, which is sort of crazy, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. I love to. See, they just look so cool. Yeah. Be cool, sort of oh, yeah. callback. That is cool. Um, and then like a couple big ones. Ahsoka. We had talked about her. I, I think I'd mentioned it'd be kind of neat yeah. to see her. Maybe if there is a new Jedi Academy, um, her sort of coming in as yeah. the mm-hmm. sage old one. Like I, I could. I wouldn't be offended if there was. Force Ghost Luke being like, you need to go yeah. see X, Y, or Z yeah. for training. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. To someone alive would, that can yeah. help you out. And if he was to do that, I think Ahsoka would be a yeah. good bet. Yeah. Um, and then the other long shot would be Ezra Bridger. That would, yeah, the Ezra thought. And I, I was sort of, I sort of imagine Ezra Bridger and a fleet of space whales yeah. sort of coming yeah. in to like help them that out. That is which like is an apotheosis, like yeah. eagle moment, for like yeah. Lord of the Rings kind of thing. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that, yeah. That's yeah. what happens. Great. Yeah. yeah. But it, it would, I mean, that would be sort of a, a, a note that they would yeah. want to hit. Um, so those were, those were mine. Yeah. But um, yeah, I thought, you know, Ezra would be yeah. kind of interesting because who knows what that guy's doing in the outer rim and just sort of right, also right. ties in. I feel like it would be an, an old haggard, like he'd be, he's essentially the same age as, um, as 
Luke Skywalker. Right, yeah. Right. So he'd be so uh, and plus armed with everything he's learned in the Outer Rim and we know yeah. Snoke's out there mm-hmm. and there's a lot of force users yeah. and force navigating whales and yeah. you know, and his connection to animals on the whole is really yeah. pretty cool. Um, so that would be yeah. a neat thing. Even if maybe, you know, maybe it's Ahsoka's team and then he's she's like, Oh no, there's another guy who can help us out. Yeah. Because I, I think it would be hard for them to just be like, and here's this guy riding a whale right. and for everyone that hasn't watched Rebels, That's the thing. everybody so, yeah. would be like who, what, look why at is the, there a guy riding a whale in yeah, space? Yeah. I mean, look at the confusion at the end of Solo, yeah, when, right? Mm-hmm. For for Which is referencing a character who was in one of the main movies. Right. And people were still like, wait, yeah. who's that? And I thought he was dead, yeah. right? And now <laughs> we're, we're referencing a cartoon yeah. character, right. right? But I like that idea. And um, so I had a thought when you were going with your first list of like, if there's just kind of like, we're going to have this like shot of just like, and I'm here and I'm here too. And this person's here. Mm-hmm. Um, ben, help me out. Which book was it where they talked about the Alderanians uh, being in like a floating um, life, um, debt. life debt where they have kind of things? Yeah. So they created it, a flotilla, a flotilla built out of the second so, Death Stars. Yes, right. right. And the, and the, and and started the, a new community. Yeah. So like maybe they come in saying like, you know what? You blew up more planets. Like we can't, like I know we are pacifists at heart, but like. Oh, I can see that. I can see that. Like for Alderaan, like maybe yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I can see for that Alderaan. Being for, a thing. Yeah. But like now That's, they're not pacifists anymore they're right. it's not like necessarily a great warhawks comment yeah. right tech commentary like, it's very yeah. but like it'd be interesting <laughs> well, to have that early honestly if more people were like hey you know what the people we start wars with yep. their children grow up to be our right. enemies so, right i mean right. that's what isis yeah. is by the way yeah that yep. was birthed from the Iraq yeah. war oh you should have been around for speculation because when we were talking about the first order it was a lot of like uh, yeah god Correlation to what's going on in the Middle East, yeah, some yeah. radical, right? Which again, that's stark young, Wars, right? young radical groups, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then a little bit we had talked a bit about, you know, Thrawn is hugely popular again, being brought into a lot of things, a lot of books written about Thrawn. Yeah, we have similar to Ezra, right? In this new canon, we don't know anything about Thrawn post Rebels. He right. disappears with Ezra into the mm-hmm. unknown regions, right? So I had that thought of you said that Ezra comes in riding a whale, right? And my mm. thought when you said Ezra is Ezra comes in with Thrawn and the two of them have somehow buried the hatchet. They're fighting together. So I had mentioned this before we were on air, this idea of, of Thrawn and maybe the Chiss, him bringing the Chiss in. Oh, well, the Chiss ascendancy. Yeah. yeah, and then Ben, you had an idea, you had a response to that. What was your response, which I well, thought was interesting? I was thinking that it could... I thought he might... I thought we might see him again also, but he mm-hmm. might actually bring the two factions, the Resistance and the mm-hmm. Forced Order together yeah. to fight a third yeah. party. Um, yeah. It's I, I was thinking extra galactic, but I think um, Disney's going to avoid that based on yeah. reading Thrawn Alliances. I, I don't think they want to deal with that. No. Um, but like something in the unknown regions, yeah. it's like, no, that takes their thing. You know, right. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's, that's crazy, though. but it's like, know. you know, mm-hmm. some sort of... Because yeah. we know that it needs to turn into something else yeah. after right. nine, right? It can't just be evil bad guys stormtroopers and you know right people yeah. you know it can't do that forever yeah and and rebellion you know the plucky rebellion soldiers yeah so. yeah i really like the uh the idea of ahsoka coming into the, yeah. the films um i mean i just want a bow tied on this thing at the end where it's yeah, kind of like all i do see that moment where it's like all the different kind of ship crews come in at the final battle where yeah. like they all come in clutch for the resistance like final battle like Lando's in and like yeah. guys are just popping up and being like I'm here like all yeah. the X-Wings are forming yeah. up I see that but at the very end of the film I want some kind of bow that like ties it all together oh yeah uh, you'll get it it could be like it could be like 
Ahsoka at the very end and Luke doing a kind of like Obi-Wan, what Obi-Wan did with him and Yoda and being like, you have to go seek out this person. And then Ray gets the, gets the person and yeah. Ahsoka and give her a line, please. Like yeah. have her say one thing at least. And then cut to black. Don't yeah. just be like, she turns around, cut mm. to black. Cause we got that in the first film, but, um, yeah. or maybe like, I mean, I've been harping on this for a while, but I know people don't like George Lucas's ideas. I like them. I think they expand the mythos in a, in a really like drastic way. Yeah. Like yeah. it's drastic. And it bold. Yeah, and um, yeah. yeah, and um, that's what this is. This is like, I really, I really it, want the kind of. I've talked about this before, yeah. but like the diathem or like the force priestesses to like kind of mm. be at the very end of the film, and they could even look like Snoke and be like a light side version sure. of that or something. Would be Who kind of interesting. The They're mentioned by Anakin, like the Phantom Menace. He gives uh, like Padme a necklace and talks about the the, the angels. The, oh, oh yeah, the moons of Iago or something. Moons of Iago. Yeah. yeah, and I that mean, the necklace. Space yeah, yeah. and they think did they were they in Clone Wars or something? They're in Clone Wars towards actually. the end, you like one of the mytho, one of the mythy yeah. episodes. They yeah. kind of reference Wait, the, the Yoda one. Yeah, no, that? no, just during yeah. Clone Wars, there's one episode yeah. that has like one of the diathem. I think I actually put him on one of my Instagram uh, posts yeah. way back when. Um, okay. So I I had cool. kind of a jokey one, uh, Grant. That we think of when you're like people don't like George Lucas's ideas, and I'm like, well. And then I thought about his new thing about the going into a microbiotic yeah, yeah, world, yeah. and all I imagine is it ending on like Ray, and then you get like an extreme zoom into her <laughs> yeah. eye, and it keeps zooming in and zooming in, in and zooming in, <laughs> yeah. and then it's just like a whole nother world, like it's like annihilation. Like, yeah, cut. Yeah, and it's like cuts yeah, to black. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I was thinking this is kind yeah, of related, well. related somewhat, not to go back on our conversation last sure, week sure. when we were joking around and talking about like titles for Episode Nine, mm-hmm. and it's going to be called. Uh, Star Wars, uh, either A New Order or The New Order. That's going to be a title because the title references it could be referring to the First Order winning because they're going to call themselves not the First Order, the New Order. Mm. Or it could refer to a New Jedi Order. So that's my thought. Is oh, a New Order. Yeah. yeah. So that's my, that's what I'm, I'm going to put my money yeah. down. I've seen, I've seen New guessing. Order and New Rebellion a bunch. And I yeah. have to say, I don't like either of those titles. I don't particularly like. I think it. New, no, I'm not New Order is like too, too, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah, New Order is like just too like conspiratorial. Like, it's weird. I, I do know what you like, mean. It it, yeah. it it pulls something out of me, yeah. and I can't think of what it is. But it's not a good sensation when I hear that. It makes me feel like something's wrong. But yeah, uh, yeah. right, right, right. But I hear you. But that's so. I'm just saying because I like to just like. This is how I play poker. I like. I just. I'm. I'm. I'm playing that. I know what it is. No, I'm calling it. Like that's it. Like I'm sticking <laughs> I'll, with I'll it. Call, yeah. I'll have one next episode and I'll call it. Yeah. Because I'm I'm still thinking about it. Also, really New Order's safe. New Order's really safe. It's a really good guess because yeah, that's obviously exactly the film can't safe. give away yeah. who wins the final battle. Right. And that's the perfect title yeah. for that, you know, predicament. Yeah. yeah. Are those them? Those are the Force Priestesses, yeah. That's what they look like. Sorry, I'm showing. We're, we're, sorry, we're looking at pictures of Force Priestesses. Diathem and Snoke. I found the angels. And I found the episode is in Moon, uh, yeah. Mystery of a Thousand Moons, because they were right, 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 in there. But they're not. They just call them angels. Yeah. yeah. They don't really. They don't give them a name. But those are the di- those are the ones that were. No, those are the Force Priestesses. They speak those to Yoda. Force Priestesses speak to Yoda. Yes. In yeah. Season yeah. six of the Clone yeah. Wars, or the bridge season six. Right. And they, they have like three fingers and three toes, yeah. so it's not the same species. Right. As but they also give them his trials to. No, nope, they got five the fingers. Dead. They do. Yeah. Okay. God, I'm old. I had to take my glasses off to look. <laughs> Tell me, them, the angels, and Snoke don't have like a little bit of a similarity. They look know? the same. Yeah, they, they look, look a lot same. like the navigators in, yeah. okay, in yeah. uh, episode eight that we were talking about yeah. last week, uh, which yeah. I, which are interesting because there's a little like Thrawn alliances connection with oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 
Should we get to Throne Alliances? Are we there? I think we're there. Uh, yeah. yeah, we got comics. Should we do comics? Oh, yeah, first, comics. before we do that, um, this will be kind of a quick one. It was a, it was a quality week over quantity week this week. There's only Great. one issue released uh, in the Star Wars line. It's Darth Vader number 19. Um, you know, uh, Charles Sewell continues to do just excellent work on there. It's the beginning of a new series. I don't want to. I can't say a lot about it because it starts off the the first page is it's a, it's like a spoiler if I even talk about the first page of it. But okay. it's, I think you can tell us who's in it. You, you can wanna, tell. All right, yeah, it's, it's literally us. first page. Um, Not what they do, but who's in it. Yeah. So uh, the the general. Um, it's called plot. Fortress Vader. Yes, right? thank you, Fortress Vader. We talked about the whole idea that it's going to move towards um, talking about Vader's fortresses fortress uh, on um, uh, Mustafar. Yeah. Blanked on Mustafar, which makes me sad. Um, <laughs> and it can, and it can never be. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's basically uh, working with the Inquisitors to track down any of the remaining uh, Jedi who survived Order 66. And the first page, he is tracked down Eth Koth from oh. uh, the uh, from the um, from the uh, Re- uh, from the Jedi. Um... Am I dying? What's happening? <laughs> From the purge, he was escaped. He yeah. escaped, the but he purge. was part of the. Uh, yeah. He was part of the uh, council, right? He right, was part right, of the Jedi right. Council. Right. That's wow. what I was looking for. So wow, cool. that's just the first page, and it goes from there. And I won't say anything more. But it's a wow. really fun ride. Um, and the last Jedi we dealt with on Mon Cala, he wasn't like he wasn't like Sessi Tin. He was like a different one of that species. Right. He right? wasn't. Okay. I, it took me a while to died, figure that out. Palpatine yes. killed he, the yes. one who was on the council. Right? Every time I was reading that last arc, I kept going, wait, is that one we know? And it's <laughs> not. It's just of a similar species. Right, right, but this is, right. he name checks. This is not a, is oh, it or wow. isn't. He name checks. He walks in and says, Eth Koth. Like, wow. he names him. So it is definitely yeah. him. Right. And uh, it is a... Who is, he's a, um, he's... Z- a Zabrak. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, which is also mentioned, the fact that he's a Zabrak. And I so, am a Zabrak. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is he Italian? Does he speak like yeah. Samaria? <laughs> I've just always said Zabrak. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, no, no, I'm excited to see. Yeah. He has facial tattoos, though. He has like something going does on. He, there. Uh, it doesn't look like he does. I don't think he, he looks like has tattoos that I remember. Um, this looks like he looks very uh, Caucasian has, like, with horns. It's unclear whether those are tattoos or facial lines, but his. Uh, well, I won't say who else has facial tattoos, but uh, anyway, so. Um, Okay. That's where it starts. It goes to a lot of fun places from there and really solid Some start. Lightsabers. Yeah, a really solid start to a new series or a new, uh, or a new uh, episodes. Um, oh, God, I don't know what's happening to me. Um, oh, I'm seeing too much. Yeah, close that I will close the comic. <laughs> Definitely worth picking up. Uh, it's a good week for Darth Vader and uh, a good week for us. And the cover is amazing, and yeah. I want to get a poster of it. Really, really cool. Yeah, it's, so it, it mimics the... Luke, the original Luke Skywalker yeah. raising his like lightsaber in the air, yeah. and it's like a star pattern. And it had like didn't have used to have Darth Vader over his shoulder on the Luke Skywalker uh, one. Yeah, it's like I the really so. old school. Yeah. You, yeah. You've all seen this image, but now it's it's Vader doing that pose yeah. with the Emperor in his back. You know, in, yeah. In the, the I, background. I just want both posters, and I want both of them back side by side on my wall in my office. Yeah, yeah. Pretty. Amazing. It feels like they're missing something in the composition, like Commander. Kimon like added leg wrapped around his legs or something. Yeah. <laughs> I or uh, the Moff Tarkin. Who would be that for yeah. Yeah, yeah Moff Tarkin, yeah. Moff Tarkin yeah. snuggling his or leg. Just Thrawn, like like uh, laying down. Um <laughs> and I saw someone on on Instagram um Morph talking. <laughs> 
Someone on Instagram did, a, did another version of this for Last Jedi, very similar with a red background, and it's Rey holding a lightsaber up, and it's uh, old man Luke behind her, and yes. it's really beautiful. Yeah, like, I'd cool, love man. to have those three, three yeah. like just because the color composition of the three are different, mm-hmm. and it would just yeah. look really cool. Yeah. Super. Yeah. Well, um, you know, your birthday's coming. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually, yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Um, that looks great. I can't wait to check that out. Yeah. Um, and sweet. So shall we uh, journey forth? So Thrawn Alliances. Um, awesome. We, we decided on this one. I mean, I guess now we have a chance to sort of read the books together. Yeah. Um, so we might as well talk about them. Especially this book, much anticipated. Everyone was stoked about this book. Thrawn, yeah. super popular character. Yeah. Um, even with the poor marginalized EU or die um, fans yeah. that mm-hmm. hate the fact that, um, you know, understandably, I guess that um, that the EU is retconned. Um, they love yeah. Timothy Zahn and they love Thrawn. And yeah. yeah, great characters, great books, and the great Legends books. Yeah. Um, and his first Thrawn book was great. And uh, this book was great, really great as well. Yeah. And really high powered. I mean, it's... you have Thrawn and you've got Vader and you've yeah. got Anakin. Like three. Yeah. Super Just powerful. Characters. Overall, very different because I was right. expecting a very different book based on it being a, a, almost a sequel. Like thinking in my, my mind, thinking it was going to be a sequel mm-hmm. to the Thrawn book, and mm-hmm. the, it was. It was. I mean, it definitely deals with the same characters and, right. and ideas, but like the first Thrawn book is very slow moving in a very thoughtful way. Yeah. Like it's very meditative. Yeah. yeah. And it's very internal. Like it's like I feel like half of that book is Thrawn internal right, monologuing, right. Right. and there's still a lot of that in this book. But this book is an adventure. Like it drops, yeah. it jumps back and forth between those two time periods, and mm-hmm. it is deceptively simple the plot i was thinking about the plot because i finished this about three days ago and so when i was driving over here i was just trying to go do i have that plot straight in my mind and i was able to go like this happens this happens this happens the end like you know it's like a very like it's not super complicated yeah i would say something like how it's written is complicated at times in terms of like boarding ships that are similarly named and things like that is happening a lot but um before um, we get too much further i just want to say we're going to get into spoilers oh yeah Yeah. yeah um yeah, if you're listening to this, we're you know if you're still wanting to read the book, you're probably. I mean, there's not much to blow here. It's just a cool story. Right. We're gonna yeah. and we're not gonna go page by page like this and not do right. a three right. hour yeah, yeah. episode <laughs> like we did last week's. Um, but uh, but yeah, we are gonna talk yeah. about that. So be yeah, hard. yeah, good. Yeah, what were you gonna I, say? I, I really liked how uh, Zahn kind of maintained the mystery in this one. I mean, yes. I, now that we're past the spoiler wall, there there is no like Eli Vanto stuff in this book mm-hmm. at all. Right, but yeah. he was oh right, and he, he was, was a big set off part of to the Chisron. Right, yeah. There's, yeah. n- there's no visits to uh, Thrawn's planet. No. There's yep. no Eli Vanto. Yeah. There's not much more with uh, Arlani. Right. Um, but, uh, I, but, and, but I like that. I like yeah. that Thrawn yeah. is still highly mysterious. Yeah. And Vader, is, Vader, mysterious. Vader is kind yeah. of uh, forever internally kind of thinking about what his motivations could be. And it's like yeah. fascinating. It's fascinating to hear Vader's inner thoughts about yeah. Thrawn. Especially with all the idea of like, what is loyalty? Can you be loyal right. to two things that, at the same time or not? Right. Like, right. And, and, yeah. Which is really what this is about, right? Yeah. We've got Thrawn. And, and so, yeah. I mean, the overhead view, if you're still listening and haven't read it, it um, there's two simultaneous situations on the same planet with the same characters, technically. Yeah. It's, it's the first time Anakin Skywalker meets uh, Thrawn um, on a rescue mission for uh, for Padme. Yeah, And right. that's the early one in prequel era. That's towards the end of the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah towards right. the end yeah. of the Clone Wars, but yeah, mid-Clone. Yeah, he's, he's a pretty seasoned vet at that yeah, point. Sounds Jedi like Knight. it, yeah. Um, and then there is Darth Vader yep. uh, sent on a mission by the Emperor with mm-hmm. Thrawn 
to investigate a disturbance in the force on the same planet of Batu. And if you've listened to this or looked at any of the press releases from Disney, Batu is the name and Black Spire, which is the city on Batu, um, of the place in Disney that is that's going yep. to be the theme park. This yeah, is going to be this, out, this edge, outpost. Yeah. Yep, yeah. we are going to get a Thrawn ride. And uh, yeah. the time yeah. period in which that narrative takes place is uh, between seasons three and seasons four of Rebels, I believe. Uh, just after the yep. Battle of Antalon, which yep. Thrawn lost, and yes. he's right. being held accountable for yeah, right. uh, that loss that by was the, the Emperor and Vader. That was the battle where they were pinned down on um, what's the name of that that planet uh it's ezra's home planet right Lothal. Oh, Lothal. was it Lothal? no uh, no, 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 no that's was, his home their planet, other though. base it was oh, on their okay. weird base yeah. with all those weird creatures they're like yeah squid land walkers yeah, yeah. Right, obviously right, right. and um right. i forget the name of that planet actually now and but, the, um, the badu yeah but so yeah. but yeah and the the bendu bendu um comes in and sort of that's saves right. their skin and um long enough for them to mm-hmm. escape and yeah. they go get i think they get they get mando help right I believe um, so. What's his it's name? Yeah, Ezra yeah, leaves, yeah. gets Mando helping. Anyways, so it was the first L that that uh, Thrawn had taken uh, with the Empire. It's and it's interesting, right? Because there's like a lot of references to Rebels in this book. Yeah, like and yeah. and it's fascinating for Zahn to. I, I was trying to think from like a writer standpoint. Like Thrawn was his character for a lot yeah. of years, right? Mm-hmm. Like he wrote pretty much any book that had Thrawn in it. It was written by Timothy Zahn, mm-hmm. right. and then. You know, obviously he doesn't own the character. Star Wars owns the character, and yeah, I was wondering. He was involved with Filoni, right? When he was that's what I was wondering. Those. Like, so I didn't know, but he seemed like the fact that he was like cool bringing in all these characters really was awesome. Like, it felt yeah. like it felt very true. It, it yeah. kind of made that feel more realistic. And and they brought in um, what's Thrawn's uh, right hand man? Uh, Farfaro? Farro? No, no. Um, oh, sorry, sorry uh, the creature the Rook. Creature. Oh, Rook. Oh, oh, Rook. Yeah, oh, I yeah. love Rook. Oh, he's so cool. Yeah, yeah the yeah. He, he grew on me in the beginning. I was yeah. like, oh, I hate this guy because yeah. he's like he's Agreed. a good he's a good nemesis. He's a good villain. Yeah. Um, you really like fear him and hate him. He's like he's just this yeah. pest that won't die. He's an I think you're supposed to hate almost everyone in that. Imperial uh, star in the Imperial right. Star Destroyer in the beginning. I think you're supposed to hate almost everyone on board that ship because so they're all factions. in conflict. They yeah. all yeah. hate each other. Everyone's yeah. at each other's throats. Yeah. And then, as the book goes on, and you get towards the end of the book, you kind of make a turn with everybody, yeah. and they yeah. also make a turn. And they so uh, and they, Commander, they start to appreciate each other. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. And uh, big right off the bat is Vader has changed the the five hundred first. He's actually created a new legion called the First Legion, which yeah. is right. really really cool. Mon- was monumental. Yeah. Which should be it's the next battlefront change. game. Honestly, it should be like the First, first Legion because yeah. when they breach, they breach a, a ship in the movie and it, the, yeah. the action scene and yeah. they describe the whole time it's and incredible. just like hitting snap, hitting uh, run, snatching mm-hmm. grabs. It would actually be a lot like I, I was thinking. It felt a lot like ship-to-ship battles yeah, in the open seas. Cool. Yep. And yes, like, so if yeah. you guys ever played uh, Assassin's Creed, oh, yeah, yeah, sales, easily, I think, the best Assassin's Agreed. Creed right. um, because you, you take down ships yeah, twice your size. Yeah, so yeah, if you fun. do that in space with stormtroopers and like Vader, right. you know, like when Vader's involved, it's like too yeah, easy, yeah. but like you can do it without him. So it's, yeah. I don't know. There, but there's but a lot to of that good point, like uh, Commander, Commander Kimund, of the, Kimund the, yeah. Yeah, the leader of the First Legion, I hated him in the first chapter that he was featured in. Loved him. Uh, yes, as no, as he yeah. was yeah. featured more and more, I loved that character, yeah. and uh, yeah, he's really, really liked that character yeah. at the end of the book. Yeah, you um, can really um, empathize with him with that character. And the rooks on board there, and then um, uh, Admiral Faro, or is it 
Commander uh, Faro? Commodore. Commodore Faro? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Commodore Faro, which is, that's Thrawn's, like, right hand. Yes, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. She, she drives the, She's the, the Chimera, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, the Chimera, yeah. Um, yeah, cool. That was the kind of, like, that was the kind of big intro piece for me, was just being on that Star Destroyer, getting a feel for all them, uh, after the Emperor had given them orders, and kind of seeing yeah. all that infighting was really yeah. cool. Yeah, and then yeah. you also have, um, this is at the point where, uh, Thrawn is really pitching his TIE Defender, which is like, right. yeah, right, like right. He, that he thinks is a better uh, expensive resources than even the Death Star. Yeah. He's like, no, these TIE Defenders are going to be That's our how answer. Win. Yeah. Which right. is like, sort of is a very Thrawn thing to do. But like, we don't need to do that. We just need this one piece that's super powered that's going to be able to trump all the other things. Yeah. And so he has a squadron, a small squadron of uh, TIE Defenders. Yeah. And yeah. uh, spoiler, it's as if Thrawn's been—it's as, as if Thrawn's been watching the movies himself, and he realizes that like a single action fighter is probably the most effective yeah. thing yeah. if put in the right situation. Yeah, yeah, right. so. yeah. Which I guarantee you, if Thrawn was still around <laughs> during the original, yeah, they had to get rid of him, right? They had to do that at the end of because if yeah, Thrawn was, if, if Thrawn was there. <laughs> They would have won. The Empire right, would have won. Right, yeah. He would have like looked at the plans and said, "You got to take care of this." <laughs> and like, there was a there was a great line with um, Captain Kimmon, who's you know leads mm-hmm. Vader's forces, mm-hmm. um, who was like, "Gosh, like he, when he finally realizes how you know the leadership qualities of Thrawn, where he's like sort of, you know, he, he allows people to make mistakes, right. but he yeah. never, you know." He, he encourages people. He doesn't, you know, if you're lackadaisical mm-hmm. and you aren't trying, right. then you aren't. Then those people get banished. But yeah. he, like, he was like, gosh, like if, if if he's like if this was the ethos that trickled down to the empire, yeah, he was like, we it would be a strong yes. force. Yeah. He and, trains and aptitude, whereas yeah. like Vader will just kill someone. No, he's a yeah. trainer yeah. and a teacher. Like he actually yeah. takes he's used his teaching yeah. moments throughout yeah. the entire thing, right. which is fascinating. With Vader, and all these even. people will yeah. gladly die for him. Like yep. he realizes, like. Yeah. You know, soup to nuts. The whole mm-hmm. you know Chimera Star Destroyer is in the walking right. lockstep. And, um, yeah, true loyalty comes from respect, not yeah, fear. Yeah, exactly. And um, and that's that's where it goes right there. So um, yeah, I don't know. Pretty cool. What did you guys think of Batu? As like first impressions of the the planet Batu. I I don't know. I couldn't tell you much about yeah. it to be honest. I I feel like I was talking a little about this. I really like Timothy Zahn's books. Um, mm-hmm. I've always enjoyed them. And, and maybe it's just my reading of his stuff, but I feel like he's better or, or pays more attention to dialogue sometimes yeah, yeah. than he does to description. Right. And so oftentimes, like, opposed to, like, yeah. Last Shot, I could visualize a lot yeah. of what was being described. In this, I can understand the characters and the characters' relationships and interactions, but I don't have a lot of visualizations of yeah, what I, we were seeing. What we were seeing. I, yeah. agree, I agree with you 100%. Like, when they're talking, when um, Daniel Jose Aldo was describing, like, Faisal Gore on, mm-hmm. on Utapau, like, I saw that entire workshop. Yeah. Like, I saw the yes. whole thing. I saw the whole deal. Zahn kind of fails to give us, like, all the kind of, like... The landscape. Yeah, the, yeah. the landscape, the, the details builds. of Batu, uh, the, the details of the of uh, the Grisk, who we'll talk about in a second. Just, he, he really just... He, but he's pushing towards another thing, which I think is, which is uh, admirable as well, which is kind of, like... Exploring the inner thoughts of Vader. Yes, right. I mean yeah. that is the core. That's of every writer has their strengths yeah. and their their strong points are the things they focus on more. And he's right. very internal. He's a yes, very internal yes. writer, and I appreciate that's fun read. I mean, we that's why we know Zon so well. Right. I mean, uh, Thrawn so well right. because I keep doing Zahn's that. Zon's almost a better <laughs> Timothy name. Thrawn. Know, yeah, like, Timothy Thrawn. Like, yeah, Zon should be a character. But weirdly enough, Zon's too sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's his right. real name. <laughs> and that's his real name. <laughs> yeah. What's less, Thrawn? 
Mithrandi Mechnia. Whenever they say that, it sounds like Mithrandir, like yeah, like uh, Gandalf. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, like, yeah, okay, okay, so Gandalf. Um, I got a very. <laughs> uh, so it, yeah, he doesn't talk much about it. He's yeah. like, he says he's like large dead like petrified trees yeah that's the only thing i remember um, yeah and then this sort of like blown out town it, have you guys ever played ruins the... ancient ruins yeah yeah, and, yeah. yeah surrounded by yeah. ancient ruins it kind of looks like animal pla- animal kingdom at uh, orlando no i'm just kidding that's my theory about <laughs> yeah, it so <laughs> sorry You're just like giving it a coat of paint yeah. and like put horns yeah. in the tigers and yeah like, oh look it's... <laughs> and the black spires are just petrified trees. Mm-hmm. Petrified mm-hmm. trees that are black okay. spiders, I guess. Great. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Do, have either of you guys ever played the game uh, Borderlands? Yeah. Yes. I love that game. Great game. I love oh, it. Oh, so much fun. Cell shading was yeah. a beautiful yeah. social yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, that was the feel I got. I get that. Yeah. Was, like, over yeah, that's good. The mood of that town was very Borderlands. Totally. This is, seg- this is segueing to exactly where I wanted to go, which is like yeah. cell shaded, cartoony. Yeah. Lots of Cantina Bato. I felt like almost like a Cowboy Bebop episode. I don't know if you watched that show ever. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It just felt a little totally. bit like that. Just a lot of yeah. like Cantina play. Like, yeah. Cantina got a lot of play. Got a lot of book. Two different bartenders. <laughs> yeah. and they were like, both were just Scott McCross. Jetson yeah. and Nodalia. Oh, well, good job. Nice. I wrote yeah. down names. Good. I did not. <laughs> or I, I wrote down some well, stuff. Well, in case we might, I mean, who might be the bartender when we go? You know, there might be like a picture on the wall in the canteen. But what like time, one of these people, right? time so, period is it going to be when we go? Uh, it's Resistance yeah, Era. it's Resistance Era. So it's first you order. You sure about Resistance. it? Where did you guys read this? I am 90% sure, and I remember reading it a while ago. I love it. Um, but I, you know, could be wrong. I don't know, but that, no, that's, right. I'm fairly certain about that. Um, which is really interesting to me because we're going to be able to get Black Spire and. The, the planet within three time periods, right? We see oh, it in yeah. prequel era, we see it in original trilogy era, right. and then we're going to see it in Resistance. And so they can do whatever they want. Why do you think they did well, that? Think, think about this for a second. Wouldn't it be more immersive if the First Order and Resistance come out of Nine uh, still intact? So therefore, when you go to Galaxy's Edge, you still feel that that battle <laughs> is still ongoing? You sound like a Disney executive. Sorry. No. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's hard. You're doing my role, I'm like just, the cynical money guy. I'm just trying to analyze, like, what would be the most effective ending mm-hmm. for nine in terms right. of the parks value? Yeah. Well, that's I think to answer Ben your question, that's why they're doing it, right? Is because they want they want to do most of the stuff there is going to be referencing the newest trilogy mm. because Disney's mostly for kids, right? And so kids right. are mostly aware of the new trilogy stuff. Right. Like, so I feel like that's the, the the plot. The idea is to connect it to the new stuff, but but it didn't really give much. Well, you couldn't no. do, you couldn't do OT because you wouldn't be able to give kids bb8 you know what i mean like right. there would be things that kids are expecting right. yeah. out of that yeah, yeah right. and i also think they're Which not is fine i mean yeah i mean like why why was zon like oh can i play with batu and they're like sure oh uh, I, I think that's a decision you're gonna be kind of upset with i bet it was almost like kind of put upon yeah there you go like, i'm like yeah. i don't think zon went can i please play with this yeah, i think yeah. this is like, wondering can, can you put this in this book can you put this but i think i think he was thrilled and i think they probably showed him schematics and yeah exactly what yeah. everything's gonna yeah. look like and he probably has the best idea what it looks like he's just, you just need to see the bar just show the bar and that's fine and he's like he, okay. talking yeah. about the cantina a he's lot been writing <laughs> in star wars land for 30 years at this yeah. point almost yeah. like he yeah. was mid early 90s right is when yeah. he started writing so he's yeah. been doing this for 30 years it's sort of interesting how insignificant batu actually is like really the story happens on meal meow meow yeah which is like you know most unpronounceable i I heard them say it a million times but might be yeah that's a yeah it's called mokiv with a silent j yeah yeah 
That, that sounds what I, I remember that's hearing. Like Mo-key. I, every, Mo-key they're both it. looking at me, listeners, because I listen to the audiobook and I should <laughs> I should have the answer. I don't. But I think it's Mokey. Like that sounds what familiar to me. To? <laughs> Look at those the only important I know, I got nothing, but I think Mokey. I think Mokey. Episode twenty five. Let's do it all over again, all thirteen hours of it. Pronunciation of that word. anyways, yeah, that's where the action happens. I don't it just felt to me like the unknown regions is sort of is going to be very important to yes. episode nine um, because it's very important to the first order. We know that's where they were born. Yeah, um, and I feel like maybe Batsu is going to be the sort of jump off planet. Like you take the hyperlane to Batsu, they've now cleared out that that hyperlane of um, Gris. Right, right. Are we going to see Batsu? Graviton, gravitational cloaking in but. episode nine. No, but I bet it'll be referred. to. They gotta Maybe. at least name we check it. it. I hope at least I hope the it. most they name check it because if it, if it's in there, that just feels like. Because I'll be a hundred percent honest with the listeners right now. I'm so excited for as we know this yeah. is not the hundred percent honest because I've said it every <laughs> single episode. I cannot wait for this. I did bump up against the fact that this takes place in Black Spire and it's about to, and I just felt like stop. Like it just felt it was like, like shoehorn. Like yeah, it just felt like yeah. I, you don't. You're trying to sell people on a theme park, and to be honest, when you read the book, it doesn't feel that way. It's really just no. they name it a couple times. It's but, just there. But it's just knowing that's there, so I have a feeling. Like, same thing. If in episode nine, they're like, and now we have to go to, and I'll be like, oh, here comes the advertisement. Like here comes the thirty second like yeah. visit. Well, yeah, I, you I think can hear Pat, like Poe yeah. being like, Batu, what's on Batu? Yeah, well, Padme does describe the planet as like beautiful, mysterious, and somewhat like sad or something like that. So that's not yeah. the best like PR for no. like yeah. no, trying to wrap a theme park. Borderlands so is like yeah. a depressing like oh it was one like fallen yeah. from grace yeah. like beautiful world that's now filled yeah. with terrible, terrible right. But that's Star people. Wars. Right? Like yeah. I mean think about yes. Star Wars like that's like other than Canto Bite Right, everything right. is like depressed and whatever. Like right. you need to go the into a dusky, darky, yeah. danky bar. Can be both things. It's yeah. also like you know that there, there's a great planet. Well, there's Felucia, right? Right, Where right. There's like and there's a planet like it in um, the campaign for Battlefront Two, and I can't remember it. But it's like there's also uh, lush, hyper color, like vivid um, planets with like yeah. a lot of te- you know teeming with life and. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. But, There's a lot of different flavors, but I know what you mean. I'm gonna, Pilio or something like that? Yeah, something yes, like, I'm thank you. Back yeah, up. Something like that. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, cool. Exactly right. Pilio. I'm going to back up one more second, and sure. then I'll stop talking about the theme park. Um, so, Grant, <laughs> well, you, you mentioned... Have, I, believe, I think we're probably going to talk about it. For, the first half of the book the is the theme park. I know. Park. I know. But, Grant, you mentioned like you're going to walk into the bar at the theme park, and they're going to have a, like a picture of one of the, the one bartenders of the, one that mentioned in the book. Oh, yeah. They are 100% going to do that, because if you've ever been to Harry Potter land... Which I have not. Which is, if you've read the book, is amazing because, like, you can go there as just a theme park person and be like, this is so much fun. And if you, like, I remember going with my sister and my nephew who read the books together, and they would stop at every storefront window and go, like, oh, that's from that. That's from over there. Like, it's just like this really in depth thing. So it's going to be exactly tons of Easter eggs in this thing for, like, those of us who are deep into it and those who don't give a crap, you know what, about Star Wars are still going to have a blast. So we should be able to get, we should be able to get at that. Cantina, we should be able to get Batu Brew, Black mm-hmm. Spire Brew, Blurg Fire, Tonneray White, Endowin White, Mugan Tea, Tavraki Whiskey. Yes. That, those should all be yes, there. All by the way, that was all from memory. And that was all from Grant's memory. Totally Grant's <laughs> yep. memory. He was he not reading like off his, a, yeah. his copious <laughs> multi page yeah. note section. Um, I'd call me, I don't care, but as long as they have Jawa juice, that's all Wait. I want. Wait, Tonneray White, isn't that, and isn't that, um, uh, 
I'm sorry, I'm blanking right now. Alderaan? Isn't that the the like really sought after? Mm. Is it? Oh, it could be. Maybe. Because that's what Padme orders. Oh, no, she orders the Andoan white. The Andoan, the, yeah. She's the Andoan white, but the, the Tonnery white. I'm, it's either that or it's, and I'm going to look it up now because we're recording this and yeah. I sound like I'm an idiot, which I am. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's either that or it's the one from Canobite. Yeah. Which is, um, did you read the Canobite book? I have not. I did not. Uh, so also, there's good. a chapter about um, Tonnery White. I have it on hold from my public library. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm waiting for the, to... get the digital download code. Come on. They also say, they also, the bartender also pours the drink into an obsidian mug. Mm. So if it's going to stay on brand, probably going to get black cups. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's all Duranian wine. Oh, there you go. Nice. Black cups is nice, though, and the black spires are nice because mm-hmm. it plays off of, like, the star fields and kind of yeah. the black. Yeah, and imagine that, like, that place at night with the lighting right, with the yeah. black. It's just going to be beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It won't have starships flying around in the sky, though. Uh, we'll lose immersion. I don't know, unless they have some new technology <laughs> they're trying out, like... Yeah. There's no way. Or you put on, or you put on like goggles. Oh, okay. and it's fully immersive. You, oh, like you're walking around with goggles that gives you the my immersion issue. That gives you the uh, altered reality thing. <laughs> oh, they need to That's hire you. They should hire man. you right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's effing interesting. Man. Yeah, I can totally be an Imagineer. That's what they call the people who develop the rides at, at Disney or Imagineers. <laughs> they definitely have engineering degrees. Yeah, they, they do. <laughs> yeah, they they know science. <laughs> science, science. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, uh, now let's jump to the let's just, just jump down to Batu and like all the stuff. Actually, talk about there. the book. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the Duja stuff was kind of anticlimactic. Like she's just dead right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, she's right. Like, all I right. kept <laughs> waiting for her to come back. I figured like it was going to be she faked her death. I'm like, oh no, she's just dead. I was right about like, the Fox Force Five thing. With you her, totally. With her, I was like, thinking of that. Right, when yeah. I was hearing it, yeah. With her her handmaidens, and she was like, you know, and she she tweaked her like her starship and stuff. That was cool. Yeah. We just didn't get to see her doing this nah. kung fu moves. Yeah, right. but we'll get that in the new book, right? The yeah, the the Padme. Yeah. yeah, that'll be good. Oh yeah, yeah. All that. So that'll be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the uh, they had that sort of they call them long face, but it sort of sounded like insectoid, almost like I imagine like starship troopers, sort of aliens. Um, they're called the Doshri. The Drash- Darshi? Darshi. Darshi, yeah. yeah. Um, that's what I sort of imagined was the the like aliens from Starship Troopers. Hmm. Yeah. And they, they said they yeah. had really elongated faces, and I don't know if they were insane. And this is the but... Vader Thrawn. This is the future storyline, right? Yes. Where Vader and Thrawn come across the Darshi, yeah. whereas Thrawn and Anakin come mm-hmm. across the smugglers and, um. and people working for the Separatists. Right. And right. Then ultimately the grisk right yeah, yeah. Uh, that was cool um, yeah, that was so cool to they see they were kind of cool I mean I don't know. they had like bug swarms at one point yeah oh yeah they fired that was one of the grisk weapons yeah so the okay, grisk yeah. weapons included lightning guns which were sort of like right. they sort of took out a whole force field and electrocuted and yeah. yeah so they they used those to get around the, yeah. the shielding of the stormtrooper armor which yeah. finally looked considerable in the story which is right. important yes um, and that's, big, that's had, a big selling point of weapons. this book though a big yeah. selling point of this book is the technology and you're getting yeah. Vader and Thrawn together to go again you have to give them equally difficult obstacle or just an obstacle that actually raises yeah. them to their, yeah. their potential right and yeah. it's yeah. like new technology unknown region technology yeah. technology yeah. developed by the Grisk Oh, it, it was that very, was really cool. That it was, was a very cool. visceral book. Like, it's yes. yeah, very yeah. visceral. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, we didn't get too many name drops or doesn't no. explain certain things, but it's like, you you think what the characters are thinking, you feel what the characters are feeling. Yes. You know, and, and the other thing that I loved about this was that, like, he names the blasters, 
Yes, he and does. Not all the authors named the blasters. It's just no. like, and then they picked up their blaster and used it. But like, yeah. he was like DLT-19. Yeah, I noticed blaster. that as well. He used yeah. S5. Yep. I mean, it was, yep. the S5 was like super important in this. And this is, that's the, yep. um, you know, for, most people will know it as the, the Ascender gun right. that they used in episode one. <laughs> right. But also Battlefront 2 players, it's like, it's a hand cannon. It, yeah. like, it's like a sniper rifle and like a, the hand thing, and you, you don't get to yeah. use the grappling yeah. effect. And, and he even, yeah, and that's so important. He, he touches weapons. on the minutia of like when someone switches a weapon, they don't just switch their large rifle. He just names the blaster again. Yeah. He gets yep. into the detail of it. It's I, really cool. I can't even tell you know tell you how much I love the fact that yeah. that Padme took two guns with her. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. like once her your ELG nine uh, E or whatever, which right. is that really like yep. beautiful super, super you know super sci fi looking yeah. gun yeah. that they used to, that were like hidden in the in the armrests yeah, yeah, of the thrones yeah. and you know which is like a high powered like close range gun yeah. and then she took her like a sender you know yeah. Yeah. SI, which is also from Naboo too. Yeah. Like, that just right. puts a big smile on my face. And she's you know, got that S type Nubian yacht. Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is the one, yeah. which is the thin oh, one that's so used cool. in episode two. Right. Is it the one that's like a, like a? It's just like a rocket. It just looks yeah. straight. Okay. J type is the one from the beginning. The first, which oh, looks like an, sort of like an SR seventy one. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Which one looks like a B two bomber at the very beginning of episode two where it blows up? Ooh, yeah. that, I don't what know what that that's called. Uh, it's question. a G type. Yeah, all right. It's an F type. N type, totally Z type. Like I'm running out of letters here. Um, so, what's interesting about this too is that there's not a lot of lore drops. But for those who are like really in love with the old and miss the old EU, you know, Zahn is trying his darndest to bring back elements that mm-hmm. he introduced in the old EU right. back into relevance, like the 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 the. Christosis, what's the stuff called? Cortosis. Cortosis. Yeah. Cortosis. All, we've heard of that before. Well, that was all over the Heir to the Empire books that yeah, yeah. Uh, that Thrawn did that first trilogy, kind of mm-hmm. that, you know, the end of the dark times for us when we got new stuff. That was mm-hmm. a big part of that whole plot was yep. lightsaber proof uh, armor. Yeah, and right. uh, then there was those weird alien things that could block the force as well. And I yeah. can't remember those those things. And brought the snails back yet. Oh, right, right. Yeah. And Mark Sobel makes a big uh, appearance in the book again. Um, mm, mm-hmm. Which is that kind of like battle meditation kind of mm-hmm. stuff? Uh, yeah, that Ahsoka performs in the Clone Wars, I believe. Oh, is that what? Yeah, oh, I think she does it too. Uh, anyways, fair. yeah, yeah, that happens. Um, we do get some new. We get some Force Goods Force stuff in here as mm-hmm. well, which is fun. Get uh, we see yeah. uh, Force users who are not Jedi, which is which is yep. useful. Yeah. I'm walking away from everyone. Um, we also get. So, what do you guys think about double vision? And. I know you had some notes, but like, so a we, spider get this, sense? we get this visceral sort of, you know, he had to deal with, like, he knew yeah. there'd be a lot of force using in this. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. you have Vader and Anakin. Yeah. yeah. But like, so he decided to be like double vision, like just so you could actually feel like what was going on. What do you guys think? I, I, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I kept hearing Han from episode seven going, that's not how the force works, um, <laughs> which, which is very snarky. Yeah. And, but real, like I'm being honest with the listeners right now. That's yeah. kept going through my head. And then I kept telling myself, I don't know how the force works. I didn't create the force. That's just, I always assumed it was more of a reflex than its ability of being able to see, anticipate, and then react. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, the more and more I heard it, the more okay I was. And the payoff with it, yeah, from the author's standpoint of why he was doing that, because I remember the first time it happened, like, why are you doing this? And then, what, like three quarters of the book later, we get the payoff of why he's doing that as, yeah. as Vader's navigator. Right. And I went... Okay, yeah. that was pretty. That was well thought out. Like that was clearly yeah. leading to something that was important to the plot. So I, I, I right. 
got on board with it a little later on, and yeah. I kind of thought back more favorably to it. But I, I bumped up against it a little bit. It breaks apart the action in a nice way, though, because I think yeah. you yeah. would just get you would just kind of just dribble on, just reading the action. And then he like beat this guy, and then nice, deflected yeah, laser bolts. Exactly. Have you guys read um, uh, Lords of the Sith? No, but yeah. I think that's a good book to compare this book yeah. to, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, that because it's all Darth Vader and. You know, the and, and the emperor just kicking ass on Ryloth yeah. against like monsters and whatever, and it just reads like really terrible fanfic. fanfic yeah, mm-hmm. and it's and we, I've said this before, but it's sort of like th- I think that's what this sort of double vision like. It's like no, mm. this is what it's like to be a precognitive yeah. force user. Yeah, um, and um, yeah, so right, it's I don't know. Well, so it's just sort of and rather than a boring like and then he, and then he like uses light no I, I agree like lightning bolts. that's why I got there right from a literary standpoint that's yeah. how this works literary like mm-hmm. you can't write a book that's just like and then he deflects and then he deflects and he deflects again and right. then he sends it back like it doesn't work that way as opposed yeah, to like yeah. it's interesting like so I listen to the audiobook right and so the audiobook I just would get trained to hear like uh, Mark Thompson who did the who did the vocals for this just right. be like he does a he does a he does double a Vader vision. double vision <laughs> and then it was just like because he would do because he would do and it was just like oh and, but then he would actually start talking about it double and it was, vision double vision like double it sounded kill. like a video game like you hit the you hit the button that would give you double vision <laughs> but um it's a weird thing about when you listen to books as opposed to read them. Like sometimes the narrator affects your enjoyment of the book. And Does it really? Yes, and he is a very common. They use him a lot for this stuff, and he did a good job. Mostly, I, I mentioned this off air. Wasn't a big fan of his 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 uh, his Padme because he yeah. actually tried to uh, to affect a female <laughs> voice, but it sounded like someone doing like an impression of a Valley Girl at times. Sometimes like it was really yeah. made her sound weak in a way that I don't appreciate because I did really everything end in a question. She's like kind of, and then I grabbed my gun. Yeah, it, it, it kind of was because that's where I could hide my blaster. Right. So they won't find it. A little bit, a little was bit. It, was it a little bit of um? Uh, like, and again, I'm dating just, myself with yeah. this reference, but like <laughs> uh, nat, National Lampoons. Or no wait, um, um, Monty Python. Yeah. They sort oh. Of like, yeah. Hello. Yeah. 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 Um, a little. I wish that actually probably went better, but it was a little. Um, it was just very like it made her just sound like. So when you do a female voice, you do very weak, like very sure. like you know. So like you probably can't. Mm-hmm. Sorry, probably picking that that up because yeah. I'm talking so soft. But it's very soft in right. a way that felt like. And granted, like he's not, a, he can't do an impression. Like that's, yeah. but it's almost like don't try, don't then. try, right? Yeah. And actually, um, you know, Amidala herself, Natalie Portman, like she just speaks very forcefully that's the thing. and directly. Yeah, like, that's probably it, how you should yeah. talk. Like that was the one that did not sound like that character at all. And like what I want to say is, Mark Thompson. There's a reason they keep going back to him. He is really good. Yeah. He narrates in a way that makes it you get into it. You feel the emotions yeah. of what's going on in the scene. He does a really good Vader that doesn't sound like Vader. Like it doesn't because no one's gonna do James Earl Jones, right? Right. But he gets that character, and so it sounds like that. His Thrawn the, the, is the, the cadence yeah. is like right exactly, yeah. yeah. His his Thrawn is dead on and almost sounds like I don't even know. Oh, Maybe really? he does the voice for Thrawn. And no. Who does the voice? I but like it sounds just like Thrawn oh, in cool. Rebels. So like he gets that character, and he does good with all the other minor characters. Yeah. Well, so, well, we're on things we yeah. bump up against. I think. Um, Anakin says kill one too many times for me. He's kind mm. of a dark... It, he's really dark in this book. Like, he just openly threatens people constantly. Yes. And I don't think he's exactly there yeah. yet. I think he's still a good-hearted person. I agree. Uh, and yeah. so when you're, reading, when you're listening to it, 
Mark Thompson makes him sound a little snottier. So oh, like it's okay. snotty. So it works Anakin. if it's snotty. So it kind of yeah. works okay. where you're kind of like, I it's get this. But I agree, yeah. Grant, if I was just yeah. reading it, it doesn't quite match Yeah, I read up the book, so think. it's like, yeah. yeah. Saw that one to my mind. Another thing I bumped up against was kind of um, uh, just the kind of aerial stuff that's going on when like the, the, the TIE Defenders come out yeah. and then um, uh, was it Commander Kimund or, yeah, I think Kimund was like, get out of my, like, get your butts out of my battle arena or something like that. And I was like, you know, back in the New Hope, when people got in X-Wings, it was like a really serious yeah. thing. Yeah. Obviously, The Last Jedi came out and Poe did some some gags in an X-Wing and kind of loosened it up a little bit. But I really miss the kind of like intensity of yeah. like X-Wing fights and aerial yeah. battles that I kind of think right. should it should be like almost like the movie Interstellar where it's like there's a risk to being in space. Yeah. yeah. You can't yeah. just yeah. be in space laughing or, or like around. joking yeah. around. It makes no sense to me. That so I really hope that tone is kind of quelled quelled a little bit. I yeah. I, who, I don't care if it it continues to be funny in space. I don't care. Yeah. But um, the the Karuska neck necklace scene when Padme gives it to the three kind of human yeah. characters that are um, Mokiv, the most unpronounceable planet in the history of Star Wars. Um, she gives him like them a Karuska neck necklace. I immediately thought like the Hajan smelt from like the Last oh, Jedi. Yeah. I was no. like, this is like yes. the exact same thing. Yeah. I was like, All right. Um, that Who, by the way, bumped up against okay. that a little bit. I was kind of like, oh, all right, that's kind of the same thing we just saw in a movie. But, yeah, um, the three, uh, the three guys, or if you're looking for a voice when you're trying to figure out what they sound like, what do they? Sound they do an like? Irish. She does an Irish accent. No, so no they sound way. like Irish, like folk people, and it's kind of works perfectly. Like for yeah. Lebjow, Huga, and yeah. um, Simi. Yeah. Right, yeah. Well, I enjoyed, I enjoyed all brothers, those characters. Right? Maybe yeah. kind of just all like brothers or two are brothers. I don't know. Uh, I, don't I don't know. Remember. I didn't know if there was actually yeah. Yeah. Um, what I thought was really cool was um, I think they look into the ship logs and see all these planets like Plude and Ume and mm-hmm. stuff like that that are like out like near the unknown regions, right? And then she talks to the, uh, Padme, I believe, talks to the bartender um, for a little bit, and then she uh, the bartender brings up this place called New Cordia. He's like, "What do you think this place is? New Cordia?" Or oh something yeah, like that. and she's yeah, like, yeah. "That sounds nice." And I'm like, "And New Cordia sounds like it could be like a coruscant of like." the unknown regions or something yeah. like that yeah. it was like a big drop for me when I read yeah. that I was like whoa what is that planet it's yeah. fascinating because he doubles yeah. down on the fact that there's a lot going on in the unknown yeah, regions yeah, yeah. and there's a threat out there right. that we know can't pay off before episode 9, episode nine right. yeah. at least so it's yeah. interesting what if, what if the unknown regions are completely known to an entire different population of people I mean that makes so well, much that's sense. Kind of what I got yeah. to feel like. Yeah. New Cord- like New yeah. Cordia sounded like the Coruscant for the people who yeah. aren't affiliated with. Well, like the, the Chiss seem to know what's going on out there, right? Like right. to a little bit. So it's right. fascinating. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're trying to. Yeah. But it seems like they. I mean, it seems like they have tighter hyperlanes, or there's yeah. like it's a more it's a less staple part of the galaxy. Is the way I always infer it. Well, like they're definitely just, better at mapping out like hyperlanes and. Yes. Uh, are they just like more that. established, or is there actually a geographic, like an actual? Less physical. Well, the Grisk, the Grisk, and the Chiss both have their own kind of abilities to map out hyperlanes right. that are far more, like far more advanced. Sophisticated, than, yeah, 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 right. Well, that works because they shove force sensitives yeah. at the back. I was, was, was going to hold back on that. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> well, I thought we're spoiling. Right, we're yeah, spoiling yeah, go for it. So this yeah. is probably the biggest spoiler. So yeah. either put, you know, your so that giant, that giant bleep you just heard for thirty seconds was <laughs> oh. me ruining it. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. no. We're there. We're there. So basically, the Grisk have harnessed like force sensitive prophetesses to to map hyperlanes and to yeah. foresee the future and yeah. 
all this kind of stuff, which is really, really cool. It was the yeah. biggest reveal of the book. Definitely. It's yeah. the surprise. It's, it's what the disturbance in the Force was yeah. that the Emperor right. sent him, Vader, to check and out. There was also a big reveal to Vader, too, that he's something that the Emperor and Thrawn was talking about that Vader was left out of was that uh, the Emperor wanted to take over was start taking over the unknown regions right. yeah. and start infiltrating that and make that part of the, the greater empire yeah. which makes sense which is also pretty cool that like that's the first order is backwards right Yeah. They, I mean right. I don't know if they've taken over the, the unknown regions but they certainly started there yeah yeah because I think Thrawn says at one point that he's like the admiral of the expansionary defense fleet or something like that, right? And it's like for the oh, Chiss Oh, for yeah. the oh, no, that's for the Chiss. Yeah, for, that's for the Chiss yeah. You're right, right? Yeah, because that, that's that deals with the. Yeah, that was my one yeah. gripe with this is that like, like they so in prequel era meeting of Anakin and um, Thrawn. Yeah, they just sort of like Anakin runs into him on his way into like going in at Mo in at Batu, but they become like. It's you know it's his first run in with Thrawn and Thrawn Thrawns with his you know <laughs> yeah Thrawns him out yeah yeah just Thrawns him out Thrawn and like, suddenly they're in together away. yeah and they're like suddenly like allies and they're working mm-hmm. together and it just right. keeps going and I'm just there was a lot of times I would say three quarters of the book where I'm like wait why does Thrawn why is Thrawn here now yeah what does he hope to gain and they do finally answer that they yeah. do but it's sort of but Anakin never questions it which is yeah. sort of like I don't care he's like I'm trying to find my girlfriend do you want to help you seem helpful great yeah, he's kind of and, and then Padme him. kind of gets more in touch with what Thrawn is yeah. at that point. Yeah. yeah. Like and the writing was good and the story was fun with with the prequel era part, but mm-hmm. I was just so on board for the Thrawn Invader stuff that mm-hmm. I would kind of sit there as I was listening yeah. and on Audible or or whatever service I was using, not to mm-hmm. buzz market Audible. Right. Um but uh, I, I'd watch it and they tell you how much time you have left in the chapter and I found myself when it was the chapters with Thrawn mm-hmm. and Anakin going 45 minutes left. Half an hour left. 15 minutes left. Gonna get some Vader soon. Like, I just found myself yeah, kind of getting through. And it wasn't bad. It was just, like, it felt forced. Like, it, it, I was with you, Ben. Like, especially with the last book, we had such a clear and clean introduction of Thrawn to the Star Wars galaxy, to, right. to the core galaxy, that it seemed like this is a weird... Like, it felt very retcon-y in a way that you, like, we need to figure out a way to get Thrawn to interact with the characters before he actually interacts with any of the main characters. And so, I don't know. That was my own Did thought you, on it. Didn't, all right, so, uh, I never read, I think I read the first Thrawn book a long time ago in, of the, the Legends Thrawn book. Yeah, so there was a, tr- there was a trilogy of books that he right. was introduced in. And, uh, yeah. did any of you guys read those? Oh, I did, but years ago. Is that the Heir to the Empire? Heir to the Empire yeah, yeah. books, yeah. Uh, I didn't read them. I read them when I was 14. I, so yeah, I, yeah, again, I read them and I just sort of was like, oh, that guy's smart, and like, that was sort of yeah. the only take away from that book. He likes art. <laughs> that's what I got out of that when I was 14. He does like art. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, is like, that character was very... Likeable, yeah. Know, for me, maybe yes. some other people he's not. But no, he is. They try to know, but like, if a... you want, I don't know, if you're like an intellectual sort of like, like if, yeah. if you're looking for a Sherlock Holmesy, yeah, intellectual, yeah. smart, like you know, villain, like he's great. That's he's, what he does. I remember those books. You almost find him. He's super charming in the first when he's first introduced. Like, there's a scene. There's yeah. plenty of scenes with him and Leia. everyone loves him. As yeah, opposed to being like and you a almost kind of root for him. And they find a reason, a way in this book to make you be able to root for him the entire time because he's yeah. not really the bad guy in this book. No, as he's he awesome. When he's in this first book. introduced. Yeah. Um, but you were going to ask? Were you just asking about those original? 
ones he was in, or yeah, I don't know. Well, I thought he might have met with Anakin in those books, and not in those books. So those books were nineteen, like in the, the early mid nineties. Like it was literally like right. the first series of books after Pre- the dark prequels. dark ages. Yeah, before prequels, post dark ages. Yeah, um, and then he was writing Thrawn a lot. Like he would every time he'd want to write Thrawn, he would. And then right, maybe it was like five years before um, the the destruction of the old um of the oh, old yeah. canon so probably like in the early 2000s right. or maybe mid 2000s he wrote a book called outbound flight right. which was right. him interacting with anakin right oh, okay and so this completely writes over all of that like okay. so outbound flight and and listeners correct me if i'm wrong it's been forever since i've listened to this so but as i remember from that book they didn't know each other this their first meeting was an outbound flight so this yeah. suggests that why would you couldn't really fit that in or read you know i read outbound flight but i just can't remember i remember very little of it yeah yeah so i mean so then essentially like so he name drops this meeting in the first thrawn book thrawn which i thought canon thrawn book. which i thought was was bringing out by fight back right. in canon which, which it I wasn't too. it was clearly it wasn't yeah. it was it was laying with your i mean maybe it was at the time but now they're like you know what? <laughs> yeah we want to see that and yeah. we want this book and and you fit in our new territory. bright park yeah. our new shiny park yeah it could have gone that way but no it yeah. went this way yeah so. which is fine which is what legends are mm-hmm. all right so what did y'all think about the grisk Mm. Fine, fine. I mean, they're like how good can you speak NPCs? of the and not speak of Dijon Vong? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, maybe I, I tried to not be uh, affected by internet comparisons, internet stories. I avoided uh, all of them because I, I, I actually haven't found them. Yeah. Um, you know, like just sort of tying the bow on it today. Yeah. But um, but I, I wanted to avoid all the spoilers. But a lot of people, you know, there's been a lot of articles about like. Are they the Yuzhan Vong? Like the, the, are they trying to sort of make the Grisk the new Yuzhan Vong? I mean, they're yeah. clearly tactically brilliant. Or they're spoken species. about like the, the Yuzhan, Yuzhan Vong, but then uh, Thrawn like contradicts that and says that he doesn't think the myths are true. That yeah, they're just kind of like, they're kind of messing they, around. They block out the stars with their mass of starships, yeah. and they don't. Well, they they're think they're coming no, in giant oh, the nomadic. Portion. They're not yeah. nomadic. They don't come in a giant horde. They have a home planet. Yep. They are. They. They right. are surprised so, by Star Destroyers, therefore they right. probably aren't space-faring nomads. So the Yuzhan Vong, if I'm saying that correctly, which I'm not, is is, uh, is, right? is, is from l- much later about. in the EU terms, right? right? Like it's it's new... Is it the new yeah. Jedi Order? Yeah. That starts with Vector yep. Prime. It so, really sort of... It tries to bring in all of the EU into one yeah, mega story. Right. So I'm going to be... I'm just going to like just admit to my weakness. I mm-hmm. never read those books. I never got there because I was reading in chronological order. I had created this whole spreadsheet because mm-hmm. I'm a nerd and I live yeah. in spreadsheets. Of like, thorough. Yeah. And you're From like just that. doing things and seeing like... <laughs> you're you're right. thorough. In I read... Head. I started in... I think I talked about this before in the grads, my grad school days yeah. when Instead of working, I read Star Wars books. I literally was working my way through chronological order. So I started like Knights of the Old Republic era and worked my way through, which is a horrible way to engage with the old old EU because mm-hmm. they were not writing those books in those orders. So there's a lot of right. things that contradict and don't make sense. And I got just past the, the Thrawn books. 
like just right up mm. to like the New Jedi Order, read two of those books, mm. and then they killed the canon, and I wept because I had spent five years of my life <laughs> getting there. You'll always have those stories, I, but I've gotten over it. Yeah. I'm very happy they did that. But, and my plan, but John Kasdan, you know, yeah. used all that info and put yeah. it into Which is his solo, totally. his solo. And so. my plan is to go back and finish the the yeah. old well, canon. Yeah. When I I still have books I want to get caught up in new canon. Once I get caught up in new canon, my my thought is to go back and finish that. So my this whole convoluted way of me saying that I didn't have that hang up right of like that meant nothing to me other than hearing you guys talk about it I dropped out mm. of the and so I was just like the grist all I kept picturing when I saw them was the Chitari from Marvel's Avengers <laughs> oh okay just like a basic yeah of like, just like we need a like a, that's why I kept joking because they're like, not they're described good. No, fully they're, no. really they're like, just like we get armor, armor details whatever. we get uh, a little bit of cultural detail yeah but even then it's unsure mm-hmm. so it's like we really don't get that much we just need another army for them to fight them. Yeah. yeah seems like they're super advanced though, yeah which is they seem like a worthy adversary. They're a little different. They're, they're for, like, yeah. they have tactical awareness when the, yeah. the Chitari don't. Yeah, I, I got a chance to work with um, this guy named Lucas Cochran, who is the uh, he is the face of Discovery uh, Toronto. Mm. Like it's their, they have a they have a daily show, and he is their tech guy. Um, he's a really cool guy. Um, I'm a sound guy for people that don't know. I just do sound or whatever, but I get to hang out with a bunch of weirdos and, and crazy people all the time. That's fun. Um, uh, yeah, right on the cutting edge. But this guy's awesome. So he does their tech segment for Discovery Channel. They're discovering daily um, mm-hmm. and based out of Toronto. And um, he's covered in tattoo- in Star Wars tattoos. He's <laughs> oh, like wow. a dark side sleeve and light side sleeve. He's That's super awesome. fun, super hype. And um, so I, I took him out after our first day working together, and we had a bunch of beers and uh, talked Star Wars. Nice. But he was like, the, the one takeaway, the thing that I remembered after that evening was, um, he's like, you got to read Vector Prime. Yeah. And uh, so that was, that's how I started. I read Vector okay. Prime, and I think I started the one after it, and I was just like, there was, it just, it ties in, like, Corrin Horn is in it. Yeah. Um, yeah the yeah, guy yeah. from um, Jedi Academy that's escaping me. Kyle Katarn. Kyle Katarn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's in it. Like, all, all the, right. all the, the children, um, uh, Ben Skywalker, right, right, yeah. Jason and Jaina Solo. Yeah. They're, everybody's in it. Everybody's yeah. in it. Um, yeah. The one, spoiler alert, they killed Chewie in one of those books. I know already. Uh, don't worry. Anakin yeah. Solo accidentally, like, leaves Chewie on a planet right that like blows up or something well no they're trying to doesn't he die with the Millennium Falcon doesn't he yeah no I, I, what, what happens someone already spoiled there, someone spoiled it for me so I'm spoiling it for yeah. everyone else and the moon was being destroyed <laughs> right, and right. down there and essentially he gives his life to sort of save people and but like but well, which kid is like directly involved with that situation maybe uh, maybe it is Ben Ben, is ben? Skywalker Ben Skywalker yeah because yeah. there's also Mara Jano anyways yeah, I didn't know half of these characters. <laughs> yeah, and, and you were still able like, to. I mean, it was to still kind of cool, yeah. but it was like sort of. I'm like, okay, guys, like I don't know. I, so you're I telling would, me I should break break out my spreadsheet and keep going my chronological way. <laughs> I think you should. So you would right. love it if you keep yeah. going and you learn yeah, yeah. all these things. Yeah. You know all these people because there's also all the ex uh, Rogue Squadron was mm-hmm. in it. And yeah. it, it, but like the one thing they did well though is they were a frightening. They were frightening okay. extra galactic species that seemed. They were also immune to the force, mm-hmm. right? Um, that so that I mean, obviously, that is a that's a serious problem, right? You know, for for Jedi force building people, right. um, and made them a credible. Yeah, that's the only way you can. And right? I think Star Wars, the galaxy needs really threatening adversaries. Yeah, I, and I, I just didn't get that out of the grist. Yeah, no. I feel like it tiptoes. It's kind of uh, underpowered versus overpowered, and I feel like I miss a lot of the over the kind of yeah. over the top stuff that was in the EU. Yeah, there's a lot of yep. over the top stuff in the nope. EU that I think 
is weird, crazy, abstract, but it's at least it's like bold in what it's trying to do. It's like boom. No, it's yeah. it's the thing. Like I love the Star Wars story group. They're doing an amazing job that everything ties in, and you get this yeah. beautiful thing that nothing's going to contradict each other. But that also mm. means that toning, you have to toning everything everything down. down you have yeah. very specific narrow lanes that you can yeah, go down. Yeah. Yep. So sometimes when I start reading these books, I go, "Well, this this is interesting from a literary and fun reading point, but." There's not going to be any major like 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 Grant when you're saying when we first started like we're going to spoil not that there's a lot to spoil and that's what a lot of these books are which yeah. is like because because you don't want nor do I want this to ruin what the movies are about but like yeah. it is a very like similar kind of that's yeah. why yeah. yeah but for us who yeah. are like Star Wars data miners exactly. and connection yeah. makers and like integrators like it gives us depth yeah. of the story. It yeah. doesn't expand. It doesn't expand anything. Well, sometimes it does. I feel like it. Yeah, more, it, it, I know. It I, was, I was in the middle of saying that. I was disagreeing with myself. Yeah, connections. That's the perfect way of putting you know, it. Yeah. it. It fills in the gaps, and sometimes, it and yeah. sometimes it gives info that projects forward right. and makes you sort of like understand where it can yeah. be. I mean, now it's just sort of like, well, you know, you hear these stormtroopers talking about what a great leader Thrawn would be and how they can make him proliferate. Yeah, you know, he's in the right. outer regions. Yeah. Yeah. Know what the, know more about the Chiss Ascendancy. Well, also, it's like the the sequel trilogy is great. I love the sequel trilogy. Um, I think the first movie is very direct, it's very straightforward, just kind of exploring the origin of all these characters, and it, it, it establishes everyone in a, such an interesting way. I think the, the second film, The Last Jedi, is super interesting. Uh, there's more things interwoven. There's more things going on. It's it's a deeper film. It's a more abstract film. It's a bit, uh, more emotional film. But there's still a hole for like that Thrawn or Mara Jade like adversary. There's still like something yeah. missing from the sequel trilogy. Not, I'm not saying it's missing from the sequel trilogy per no, se, but no, just, I know what you're saying. There's just there's just such in, like Mara Jade and Thrawn, both created by Timothy Zahn, are like the most interesting characters yeah. ever. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're really cool. Yeah. No, Thrawn is the king of yeah. old EU. Like yeah. he created the old EU in a way that yeah. like other people ran with and yeah. did some really creative stuff when they realized what what you could do. But yeah. back then, don't forget, there was never going to be episode seven. There's never going to be yep. episode eight yeah, or yeah. nine. And so there, the world was the author's yeah. oysters at that point. Right. They could just, they do, just it, do whatever, whatever they, they want. When you yeah, do a lot right. in book that you can't do in movies, right? right. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, so that says to me, maybe we see Thrawn in nine. You know, because they need a guy like. That they do. Or, I, would, I would argue yes. But. If this is truly the end of the Skywalker saga, and I don't know what we're going to do with movies, but does that allow the EU to start opening up a little bit post nine when they start writing stories post nine? So you think if he comes in post nine, that would be a maybe that's story. where we start yeah. seeing him. I can almost guarantee you that they'll use Daisy Ridley again ten years later. Like I can yeah, almost guarantee. I, I, I agree. Yeah, like, I still I think, think it's too good of an idea. To, like, I still think we're getting episode ten at some point. I really do. I okay. think we're going to get there's a decade a lot of people off. That's think it's ten, gonna eleven, be, twelve. Yeah. Oh, really? You think there's going to be another trilogy? I do. I think ten years down okay. the line, I think oh. we're going to get them. I don't, I've heard yeah. people. Yeah. I've heard seen a lot of theories that it's going to be a four movie saga instead of a, a trilogy. Hmm. It's going to be going to even ten. So I. So it's interesting. We were doing a little scrubbing to make sure we weren't missing yeah. any news stories before the show started. Ben, I think you were in the other room, and one one news source reported, and I one, I news one by in in like exclamation points. Basement. News source in quotation marks yeah. had mentioned that there's rumors now they're going to split episode nine into two movies, a uh, la Hunger Games last one, right. Harry Potter last one, right. which is interesting because like it just drives the 
the per, like the the math person in me and everything nuts of nuts. like 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 how would, was it nine point one and nine point two so bad that would just grind <laughs> yeah. down to nubs yeah. yeah and so I was just thinking about that but yeah I don't know it should be a, it should be a, I was gonna say an even nine but it should be an odd nine and, and just that nine. kind of perfect and if you want to tell more stories with yeah. Ray. And and Finn and Poe and whoever yeah. else makes it, that's fine. Yeah. Just don't title it episode ten. You can tell yeah. those stories. Go let them make other movies for ten yeah. years, yeah. and then bring them back in for like another, you know, another appearance later down yeah. the line. Yeah, yeah. Or not, or just age them and make them. That's the thing. Know, like you could do it three years from now. Just don't call and, it. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Series, but just age them a little bit. Yeah, right, right, yeah. older. I mean. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be a you know hard large but, jump to be like you're 28 instead of 18. You know, mm-hmm. when the actress is probably right. you know 26. Yeah, you know? yeah, and to bring it back around to kind of like this idea of you know when we were talking about you know earlier in the episode, are they going to bring back other factions, right, to save everyone? Right, and right. you know, Ben, you talked about this idea of like, are there going to be like a roll call? <laughs> like I'm yeah. here and I'm here too. Yeah, yeah. And I've joked about the Force Ghost ending where you have like 13 Force Ghosts <laughs> kind of lined up <laughs> yeah, that yeah, hits yeah, every yeah. single person. And the reason why we're talking about that is because. If this is truly the end of a series, think about that from a from a production standpoint, from a movie standpoint that I can't think of, where you yeah. have a nine movie series that is supposed to end at nine. We got trilogies before. We've got other stuff. Indiana Jones right. is supposed to be a real trilogy, right. and then they decided to make more. But right. like this is Lucas literally did from a, not from the jump, but from like Empire on, did mm-hmm. say it was supposed to be a nine yep. movie thing. Like that's that's incredible, right? To have like a nine movie series that actually ends. It's insane. In, it's insane, and you have to go out big. You have yeah, you to do. have this reflection on the entire, the other eight movies that came before. Exactly. You have to have some type of kind of t- bow on it, Grant, yeah, as yeah. you were talking about, because you're not wrapping up three movies. You're wrapping up nine movies. That's right. Oops, sorry. Yeah, I think that's there definitely needs to be something that happens at the end. It needs to almost be like Return of the King, where it like fades to black, but it's not the real ending, and it like keeps going, and it's just like different <laughs> no, people are reuniting. No, the written Return of the King? Yeah. No, no, no. Like, no, uh, the, the book. The, the movie, I mean, sorry. I literally, did anyone ever see the movie Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? No, I didn't. Uh, it's a great movie. I was watching it last night, and there's an epilogue, and literally it's a voiceover. It's a film noir, yeah, yeah. jokey movie. It's with uh, Shane Black, wrote and directed, right, starring... Right. Um, Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer is Robert Downey Jr.'s introduction back is to Hollywood. Is that a McDonough like, script though, or something? It might oh, be. Okay. It's really solid, actually. Yeah, yeah. But it's like a it's like postmodern take on cool. the film noir. But the last thing he goes, he's like, okay, so here's the last scene. The last scene happens, and there's another scene, and he literally says to camera, this is not a Return of the King thing. <laughs> like, this is really the last one. Uh, and that's all I can think like of a, is like... like a good fourth wall break. Right, it? yeah. It works for the movie, but like that's I, all I, I can think, think of is like... Honestly, I didn't like that Return of the King does all these fades to black. Like, it did not like it. But I feel the theater like, was laughing when I, I first like, saw that. I mean, that's how the book kind just, of works. Well, there's just like a whole like, yeah, chapter. Yeah. There is a chapter yes, they miss. Yeah, it is. They miss it, yep. the whole thing. But um, it's true to the source. It needs an epilogue, right? Like nine Agreed. needs a little bit of an epilogue. I twenty minutes, agree. ten minutes of screen time more for ten, everybody. Ten, ten minutes. Not ten. Okay, minutes. sorry. Twenty. Twenty. Return of the King. Is that Return of the King? Yeah. I just got excited when you said twenty minutes. Exactly. I got scared. I got scared. Twenty. A three-hour episode nine. We gotta know. We gotta see like Lumpy. Like, come on. <laughs> All right, fine. I'm back. I'm bored. You're back. I got you. <laughs> you got lumpy. <laughs> Lumpy's the oh last. Oh, my God. Are we going to get, like, that's <laughs> what's going to be black 20 channel. minutes of reunions. <laughs> All right, things are just getting wacky now. All right, sorry. Not us. I think we're good. I think we covered the book. I think we got it. We got it. So, like, we were somewhat critical because that's what we do. We critique. But it's yeah, yeah. a solid read. It's fun. Yeah, it's it's fun. definitely worth your time to read, I think, kind of. Yeah, totally different. Yeah. And, and an outlier. Anything Zahn does is really yeah, special. Yeah. And, like, I mean, the, I, I'm just wondering. I feel like it's 
there's going to be another shoe that's going to drop yeah. because of this. You have yeah. you have Anakin, you have Vader, you have Thrawn, you have Batu, yeah, which yeah. is going to be a, a you know you know central mm-hmm. point for yep. the Disney franchise. This is going to launch a lot of really interesting things. It, it has to have an influence on nine, and um, and and really. Well, I, mean, I don't think can, so. I think I think maybe I not. think what's the future entails is he's probably going to write a, another book that's going to pertain to the Resistance series that's coming out, right? Because oh, okay. oh, they're point. probably going to rediscover yeah. Thrawn and Ezra. Oh, he's probably going to yeah. say, "Oh, here's another you know like cache of information." Maybe I can maybe you're right, Grant. Maybe they book. hand Thrawn back great. to Zon or Zon completely and just be like, "You mm. know what? You this is what we did to the character. You know what happened? He's, he's back. He's yours now again. Okay. You bring him back however you yeah. want. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that'd be interesting. Yeah. Well, it's going to have implications for the future, anyways. It seems like a power mm-hmm. move for them. And yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe he's just he just gets to really great Thrawn books mm-hmm. and you know Disney's great. happy he with them gets that character you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. get yeah. and they do great stuff um, but uh, yeah either way I'm pretty sure we're seeing Zon again oh, yeah. Thrawn again yeah both. probably Zon both. again yeah. Yeah. yeah hopefully <laughs> alright um, awesome that was really cool we're going to um, yeah that was great to talk about that and then um, so for next week we are going to dig into um, Hero of a Thousand Faces so if you want to read along with us, um, go out and grab the book. Um, we're going to take this pretty leisurely. We're going to do sort of a chapter at a time. Next week, we're just going to do uh, the prologue. Uh, so 32 pages. It's uh, the monomyth. So uh, through page 32. Um, and we're just going to yeah get into the beginning of it yep. and tag that onto the end of whatever the, um, the news is for next week. Um, so yeah, please feel free to read along and check it out because um, this is going to be some really, I think, cool insights to... All the Star Wars stuff we've seen so far. Yeah. Um, so that's great. Thanks again for listening to us um, this week, and we will, uh, you know, be with you next week. We need the force be with you.